Welcome to this podcast brought to you by Agriculture Victoria and Mallee Sustainable Farming through funding from the Victorian Government's 2019-20 Drought Support Package. Controlled traffic farming, or otherwise known as CTF, brings advantages like reduced soil compaction and fuel savings. Around about 30% of grain farmers use it, but in the low rainfall zone of southeastern Australia, that's not the case, with an adoption rate of only around 5%. To find out why that is, and to delve into the pros and cons of CTF, I was joined in the AgVic Talk studio by Rebecca Mitchell, Land Management Development Officer with Agriculture Victoria. Rebecca, thanks for your time. No worries, Drew. Happy to chat with you. Rebecca, before we delve into details like low adoption rates, let's take a step back. What exactly is controlled traffic farming or CTF? Yep, so controlled traffic farming or that's great that you pulled CTF because no doubt I'm going to be using the acronym CTF uh, throughout this conversation, but it's basically where you're lining up a lot of the equipment that is used on farms. So making sure that the header, the cedar and the boom spray and all of those equipment that are going to be um, trafficking the soil are actually lined up and Uh, reducing that compaction footprint on the farm. So essentially, you mean you're going down the same tracks over and over again, yeah? Yeah, exactly. And so guidance systems get us a long way to being close to being in a controlled traffic farming system. So years back in conventional agriculture, we probably trafficked, you know, 60 to 80% of the farm. So a lot of the farm was getting covered by all the different size equipments, the different wheel widths and all of those bits and pieces. And when we've moved to guidance, we've really been able to knock that down because we've got our GPSs, we can jump on and we can get those same lines. But the control traffic farming is taking that that next step so it's making sure that you know that header and cedar is about half the width of the boom spray or again the header being a third of the width of the cedar and then um, half the width of the boom spray it's about getting those wheels lined up and reducing the traffic on the farm so what's the advantage of, of doing that basically running up and down the same line all the time so there's lots of advantages. Some of the, the obvious ones are that you know where those traffic lines are. You can often see them in the paddock and therefore you can get onto your paddocks, I guess, quicker in a more timely fashion because you've got a already quite compacted tram line or uh, wheel track that you're using. So in some situations where you aren't able to jump on the paddock, you can you can see those traffic lines and you can jump on those. You also get kind of the fuel savings when you're driving along a harder surface and because you're confining that to a, a much reduced proportion of the farm, so between 12 to 18% in a CTF system, that you're ensuring that the rest of the paddock is actually not undergoing the subsoil and that deep compaction that occurs with the really heavy machinery that we use. So you're ending up with a lighter, less compacted, better, healthier soil that water can infiltrate into more easily and therefore our plant roots have a more enjoyable environment to grow in because they're not having to deal with heavy compacted subsoils that we get when we're driving over the whole paddock. Rebecca, are there other advantages of using the system like fuel savings and wear and tear? Yeah, exactly. So the study 
that we undertook was a five-year project that was looking at the controlled traffic farming in the low rainfall zone across southeastern Australia. So looking at South Australia, Victoria, New South Wales, and that kind of fuel saving and energy saving was a big component about looking at how that actually plays out in the low rainfall zone. And we did some studies getting tractors, pulling tines through the soil and looking at the resistance of that and the energy savings that we could get by being able to pull the tines while driving on the more compacted wheel tracks. And we actually found that it was about 15% in fuel savings across the farm by being on a controlled traffic farming system. And that lined up really well with a lot of our intense case studies we did with a bunch of uh, farmers across the low rainfall zone. So we did 15 case studies and really getting in depth about their systems. And that was a strong comment that was coming through by quite a lot of those that it was about that 15% in energy savings. So that is one great outcome of being in a controlled traffic farming system is that fuel savings. One of the other ones, and it's becoming really important at the moment when a lot of the farmers in the low rainfall zone are looking at going back to some of those deep ripping and other soil amelioration practices that they're doing on farm. We know that we're seeing some great results in a lot of the farms that are actually trying or implementing these deep ripping or ameliorations. But one of the really good benefits of a CTF system and is really important if you are implementing these subsoil ameliorations such as the deep ripping is that the controlled traffic farming system prolongs the benefit of these. So when you're using all that energy and all that money and time to get those subsoils ripped, the last thing that we want to do is drive all over the paddock and squash down all that work that we've done to open up the soil. So in a CTF system, you really can prolong that benefit because you're not recompacting all the amelioration that has been done. Rebecca, you're telling me many advantages there in terms of fuel saving and obviously benefits for the soil, but your study that you mentioned revealed that only 5% of farmers in that sort of southern zone that you worked in are actually using it in any manner. You surprised yeah, by that? Yeah, quite surprised. And considering that the average around the country is about the 30% mark in the you know the broadacre farms is a lot lower in this zone and one of the really important things that we did as part of this project was to survey and ask farmers why that was the case in the low rainfall zone southeastern australia so there was a survey that went out and we got quite a lot of respondents to that about 135 farmers answering our questions and there was three main reasons that came up The main was the cost of moving to a CTF system. So it was viewed as a really expensive thing to transition to a CTF system and therefore it's not worth it because it's just too expensive. The other one was um, the concerns about the difficulties of how do you manage those wheel tracks? So what about weeds? What about those wheel ruts? What about erosion? And then the other one was a lack of information or knowledge actually on what CTF is and how it can work in the low rainfall zone. They really formed a lot of the five-year project that was uh, funded by GRDC. It was addressing those concerns and trying to get the message across to the farmers about why some of those aren't actually as big of a restraint, sorry, constraint or barrier to adopting CTF as they may have thought. So erosion isn't an issue? 
Well, as we know, the low rainfall zone is especially erosion is going to be part of the story, unfortunately. That's how our soils are. But what we found with talking in depth with a lot of different farmers and putting out surveys to understand this question a lot more really did come up with the farmers that were in CTF found that the erosion was actually no different to when they were not in CTF. So even though it is part of the system and for example you've got your wheel tracks and you know one of the farmers that we interviewed said that about every 10 years he does have to manage those wheel tracks and recondition them so that they can prolong and reduce that erosion but it wasn't any different to any of the other farms in the area that weren't in CTF and there was other things that came out that you can do to kind of make sure that the erosion isn't as significant as well. So seeding on your wheel tracks, so making sure that they're covered. One of the really exciting things about innovations, they always seem to come from farmers trying something a bit different. So the example of using chaff decks, which is where you're getting the chaff that's would usually be either spread across the paddock or collected. So getting that and actually slotting that behind the wheels onto the wheel tracks of the farm. So hence what you're doing is you're making sure that the weeds are constrained to the wheel track for easy management there, as well as because you've got something physical on top of the wheel track, you're actually able to reduce the wind and water erosion that can occur on those wheel tracks. So farmers were coming up with really clever ways of dealing with some of these issues. And another one was you've got your CTF system and just say it's in a three metre system where everything's lined up to be that three metre wide. Well, getting the sprayer to alternate between the different sets of those wheel tracks. So on on one run doing one of the three metres and the next time jumping across to the next three metre track so that you're not actually continuing to erode those wheel tracks. So yes, it was a concern, but that, you know, in the story that we were able to gather and tell across the five years of the project was that it wasn't any more significant than any other farms not in controlled traffic farming. Well, Rebecca, you've got quite a story to tell there and there's a lot of detail and information. We've only scratched the surface. Where do people go to find out more? One of the great outcomes of this project was that we pulled together all the research, all the case studies, all the practical guides and demonstrations that we did into an online publication. And that publication is called On the Right Track, Controlled Traffic in the Low Rainfall Zone of Southeastern Australia. And that's a really fantastic resource that's sitting on the GRDC website, as well as the Australian Controlled Traffic Farming Association's website. Really easy to find, and it covers all of these things that we've been discussing and a lot of the answers to some of those decision-making and practical questions that come up when you're thinking about should I or shouldn't I adopt controlled traffic farming. Rebecca Mitchell, Land Management Development Officer with Agriculture Victoria, thank you for joining me in the AgVic Talk studio. No worries, Drew. Great to chat. The information provided in this podcast is of a general nature and may not be wholly appropriate for your purposes or situation. We recommend that you seek appropriate professional advice before implementing actions based on information provided in this podcast.